best. Simple and plain. That's why I play the game. To be the best, you have to win. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Clutch Talk podcast slash YouTube slash We Do It All. As always, as always, I am John, your host. Very, very, very happy to be here. Really excited uh, to get this episode kicked off. My brother, Junior, what's the deal, man? What's up? Yo, excited for this one, too. We're done with the plans. We're done. Man, now we go done. play. Now it's playoff time. Now we're not playing anymore. Now, now we're not playing Literally, anymore. Literally, we're, we're, we're not playing anymore. Like, playing. Uh, kaboom. Uh, get him out so, of here. Get him out of here. So, so uh, hey, so. you know who's really not playing no more? John Morant. John Morant, Yeesh. I'm on my Grizzly, man. I told you guys last episode, it wasn't biased. I wear the jersey of whoever balled out. It's respect. It's respect and greatness. John Morant was out there balling, man. Doing his that game thing, was crazy, Jenner. L- 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 bef- you know what, Jenner? Talk to me, man. How you doing? Just, 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 just tell me how you update. I know the NBA life has been crazy. Like, how are you doing? Keeping up with all these news, all these teams making it, all these teams not making it. Talk to it's me, like crazy, you man. Like it's just been crazy. Like just keeping up with everything. Lots of stuff going on. Always, you know, something new, and it's just this. These games have been exciting, you know. Some of them have been blowouts, but some of them have been exciting. And it was funny because if the Warriors would have won, which they didn't, um, it would have been exactly seven and eight seeds both made it, and it would have made no difference if we had this playing tournament. But at least the Grizzlies, you know, made the playing tournament a little bit worth it for uh, at least for the seedings. So uh, you know, just interesting. It's been it was interesting. There's cool things about it. There's bad things about it, but. You know, it's it's been cool, but man, keeping up with the games, it's been it's just been it's been fun. You know, I got so, I got a lot of work going on on the side, so I'm just watching the games, kind of going on. At least keeps me keeps me company. You know, you, you do do you vote if they if they gave a vote to Jenner? Do you want to keep the play in for time being, time going on? Are you do you are you keeping it? You yes, yes but no? I'm modifying it. I don't think the seven seed should play a play in. That's too much because okay. then they're going to be like, all right, now sixth seed, now fifth seed plays. Soon enough, unless you're the first seed, you're in the play-in. You know what I mean? So, 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 no, it's never going to be that bad. But I think it should just be like just the eight seed. So nine plays ten, winner gets eight. That's it. Like one game, like a nine versus one ten game. Seed. That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but I think seven seed starts becoming a little too much. But it was cool. You know, I thought it was. I thought it was a neat experiment. Uh, but I, I do I do commend Adam Silver for for being able to adapt and change and make modifications as necessary. So I think you know he'll take some criticism, some positive, some top, some positives and some negatives out of this, and we'll see how he uh, how he adapts and if he changes anything. What about you? What do you think with the with the format? I think I, I agree with you. I, I think that that it should be only for that eighth seed, only for one seed, because then it, it starts to become really too sticky. Because you know, like if you've if you've played really hard all season to to, to reach that seventh seed, and you know it's not it's not no easy fleet, you know, reaching the seventh seed, like especially in a hard conference like the like the Western Conference, and then you got to get a playing game. And what if you just you know your players aren't there because the safety protocols or or, or or whatever's going on, injuries, or right. you just ha- don't have a good game. And now all eighty-two games that you played, right, are just now thrown away. Which you know I I, de- I definitely don't agree with, but I do think that it does make the game more interesting at the end of the season. It makes the games more meaningful. But which right. which is why it, your your solution of just doing that AFC would uh, solve all that because it would keep the meaningful games, but not uh, take away from that from the seven seed teams. But um, but that's 
That's good to know. That's good to know. That's definitely good to know. But, you know, to, to, to give our fans, you know, to give our fans some, some clarity and all this craziness is going on. What we got here today, man, is we got a playoff prediction, man. You know, this is, uh, this is one of the favorite episodes. I've been looking forward to this episode all day, man. I really like, like doing this and I just, I want, I like picking your brain, you know, seeing, seeing what you think and seeing what the fans think too, man. So like, as we go through these guys, like feel free to, you know, if you're on YouTube, Comment something down below, man. Comment down below, like what teams you got in, in, in what games, like as we go through. And if you're on the, if you're on the Apple Podcast or Spotify, man, we love our we love our podcast listeners, man. Go go ahead and follow us on Instagram, man. It's uh, at Clutch Talk One. Go ahead and follow us on Twitter, man. At Clutch Talk One as well. Come debate come debate with us on there, man. You know what I'm saying? We we, we always honor to come DM us. Let us know what what you guys want us to talk about, man. But anyway, Jenner. We got these playoff predictions, but before we jump into these, you want you want to talk just real quick about these last two playing games between the Pacers and the Wizards, and then the Warriors and uh and uh, John Morant. Yeah, no, let's do it absolutely. So, uh, let's start with the Pacers Wizards game. Yep, let's do it. Okay, so I mean, it's not really much to talk about. It's just straight up a whooping. You know what I mean? Man. Like Brogdon, you know, he got his. He put up his twenty four points. Sabonis got his triple double, nineteen points, eleven rebounds, and assists. But the other players who contributed so much last time didn't really do the same this time. You know, Dougie Buckets only had 13 points, three from seven from the three. Brissett only had 10 points. And, you know, like like we said, against the Hornets, it was a team win. Against the, the Wizards, it was a team loss. You know, only Brogdon and Sabonis showed up. And you can't do that and expect to win, especially when you're playing players like Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal, you know. I mean, Westbrook had 18, 8, and 15. Like, that's that 15 wow. assists. Like, that's nice. Yeah, deal with 25 points. Neto, uh, shout out to a Brazilian player. <laughs> Neto, he 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 put he put up 14 points. Hachimura had 18. Um, so you know they just had a good good team effort, and and I think that they brought out the players. So you know, props to them. Honestly, I think it's going to be real interesting now to see that Russ versus Embiid matchup. You know, they're two dudes who are ultra competitive and don't like yeah. each other. So it'll be interesting Definitely. to see for sure. Definitely, I man, I, I I agree with you. Like I have here written on my notes, man. It's it's not really much to say. It, it was it was a blowout, and I, I one thing that I really want to point to is the Pacers' lack of rim protection, man. Like just at halftime, the Wizards had thirty nine points in in the paint, man, and like that that's a problem. Like that's way too many points to have in the paint, and that is all because of the missing miles Turner, man. So, right. you know, that sucks, but you know what? The Pacers got some time to bounce back, but that's for next year, man. So let's talk about this, uh, this game that just happened, man. We're, we're again, giving away our recording time. Uh, but let's talk about this game that just happened. This, this Grizzlies versus Warriors game. Wow. What a, what a crazy game, man. What do you think? Like, that that was an insane game. I thought, you know, obviously, the, the the Warriors were a much better team on paper. And um I well, the Grizzlies had a lead for pretty much the entire game. And then I mean, I think I know the Warriors took a lead at the very end there. And they showed a little graphic that's the first time they led since 27 to 26. And they were already in overtime when this happened. So so um it was it was a crazy game. The 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 Grizzlies led by 13 by 15 and the Warriors brought it close. Then you know then the, they pulled away again and it was just a game of runs. It seemed like, and um, I thought that the I thought that that the, that the Grizzlies played a great game, but I just always thought, you know, it's tough to bet against Steph Curry. I just thought they were going to keep coming back, keep coming back. It wasn't until about five minutes left, and I said the Grizzlies could really do this. Like it's crazy. Like I didn't really believe they were going to really do this until it was about five minutes left, and they still had the lead. 
and it was getting really, really close. And then the Warriors went on a nine and zero run, nine and zero run at the end of the fourth, and you saw the Grizzlies fall apart. If that's a team with more experience, that does not happen. I mean, you saw defensive miscues. They got a, if you get a shot clock violation with the game on the line, that's a huge. You're just miscue. not there. That's mentally that, not there. That is a huge miscue. I mean, you saw John Moran pass the ball and then get trapped without the ball, so they couldn't find him back. Like he was, ba- they were basically just covering him, so he couldn't get the ball back. Right. So that's just that's a that's a rookie move. I mean, I'm not. Ja, I know you're a big <laughs> fan of the pod, and I'm not criticizing your game at all, especially because you did that thing tonight. But 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 what I'm saying is like you could see that the Grizzlies are a young team and they made some rookie mistakes. Definitely. And honestly, if that's a you know a team with a little bit more experience, the Warriors they don't, don't let that happen. Overtime. They don't even take that to overtime. So the Warriors were lucky to take it to overtime. And I thought, man, again, when I went back to that pre five minutes left in the fourth. Steph Curry's on the team, and now the the Grizzlies' big advantage, Jonas Valanciunas, is no longer – he's fouled out. He's fouled out. He's no longer playing. He didn't play, like, the last minute of the fourth, and then he was fouled out in the – for all of the overtime. I said, nah, it's not going to happen. Grayson Allen stepped up. I big mean, shots. Hitting big, yes, two hit huge big shots. shots. The Grizzlies, as a collective unit, hit big shots. But then Draymond hit his 3-2. Steph was still balling, you know, so so it was it was it was just – it was a crazy game to see, but that man, John Moran, put the city of Memphis on his back. He just – he drove – first he drove on Curry, and, like, man, like, John – I mean, Spin I guess move. Not, not even throwing shots. Floater. But the way the way he bodied Curry, I'm like, dude, John's like 160 pounds at most. Like, how is Curry letting him do that to him? So, 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 John really did his thing. And then at the end, too, when he drove that other one, and then you saw the Warriors' young guns with some defensive miscues. I mean, Jordan Poole just straight up fumbled the ball. I yeah. was, I was, I was at, like, you, with 12 seconds left that yes. I, I, at that point, that's when I thought it was game. I was like, yeah. that might be game. That was, I, that was just, I don't know. He fumbled the ball. And I was like, and you know, he's a young guy too. I'm not getting on him, you know, just experience nerves. He'll, he'll get more used to it, especially on a team like the Warriors. You know, the Warriors are going to be a real good team next year. You know that uh, they got Wiseman in the second year. They're going to have Clay Thompson healthy. Uh, so, so, you know, Jordan Poole will get more opportunities at these big moments, but right now, you know, he really just showed his lack of experience and the nerves got to him, you know, and then he did hit a big shot at the end though. He almost brought it back, but it was just, just too late at that point. Just too late. It was just, uh, that shot wasn't really worth much at that point anymore, but, uh, man, hard fought game from both teams, hard fought game from both teams. And, and, and Ja just came out the, 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 you know, the, the bigger man, the, the, the better player, you know I mean? Not. And everyone's gonna say, "Oh, he's better than Steph Curry." No, he's not. He's just he just played better this game. He did he delivered for his team, you know. So, so, so huge shout out to him. But honestly, though, kind of gotta feel bad for Steph. I need to free that man. He deserves better. Uh, he deserves better. He deserves hey, Steph. He Steph, deserves I, 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 he's done a lot for the Warriors. He deserves better. Oh, that's crazy, Steph. I know. I know you listen to Steph. Stay I know Steph's strong. a big listener too. Hey, shout out to the homie Wardell, man. I, I, I I'm Steph, just. Man. I, you you do what's good for your heart, man. If that you do you, what's what, good for you, man, for real. I can't, <laughs> I can't see him leaving the Warriors, man. No jokes, though. I think, yeah, I, I, I think he's a warrior for life. Man I think he's a warrior for life. Career. Like we make jokes about him coming to the Lakers. We're just like we make jokes about Michael Jordan coming out of retirement and joining the Lakers. Like <laughs> it's just it's 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 a long Lakers and Heat, they're gonna get every player on the planet. And it's the funniest joke. But but no, real real talk, like jokes aside. 
I really don't think Steph Curry's leaving the Warriors. Like that man yeah. doesn't worry through and through, you know. So good for him, though. Honestly, good for him. Like that's that's good. You see that with like Kobe, Tim Duncan. I think Steph Curry's gonna be, you know, talked about on those same respect as you know Dirk Nowitzki too. Dirk Nowitzki as a player who just was there for his team the whole time, never left and got it done with his squad. You know, obviously Tim Duncan had a good team from the beginning, but uh, but uh, but Kobe didn't, and or well, Kobe did, then he didn't, but he stuck it out and made it good again. You know. Dirk Nowitzki, same thing. So, so I think Steph Curry is gonna be like that too. Didn't walk into a great Warriors team, and you know, yes, he up. had KD, but he still. He, I don't want to just say, oh, he only won because of KD, because Steph Curry's a bad man. Like he's a bad. Definitely. Man. So, anyway, I was a little bit long winded, but it was a really, really good game, man. It was a really, yeah. really good. Game. That was a, that 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 definitely was a great game, and that because of that game and John Morant, you know, having thirty five points, that leads us to the first round of the Western conference would be, which would be the number one seed Utah jazz versus the number eight seed. Now we know Memphis Grizzlies. Yes, sir. Dinner. So what we're going to do here is we're going to go through and give our playoff predictions, man. So I'm real excited for this. Let's just do this like this, man. Uh, I'm going to say the game and I'm going to, I'm going to say the game, say the seeding, and then I'll give a couple uh give, Couple of reasons as to why I think the game's uh, the game's gonna go the way it is, man, and what team's gonna win and how many games. And you know, feel free to debate, feel free to come at me, man. But I, I, I'm ready for this, man. I'm ready because I, I, I got a couple hot takes in here for you, man. Okay, so. me too, me too. I got one. I got one. Okay, but I think okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go. Okay, I got that, I got a couple of hot takes in here for you. All right, all right. All right. Give it to me. All right, let's so go. let's so let's do this. So, so let's talk about this Jazz versus Grizzlies, man. You know, ultimately, this you know, I wrote this. Me, okay, Jenner. Let's be honest here, okay? Let's be honest. We are we are too thing. busy. <laughs> we are too busy men. We are too busy men. Okay, like you know, we love we love clutch talk, man. But unfortunately, we do not you know only do clutch talk. We have jobs. We have kids. We have we do things outside of uh, uh, of this, man. So we have to make time. And if we write, we got to write a script early. So we wrote our script before this game and we thought the Warriors were going to win. So I had my script written for the Warriors, but ultimately it really is the same thing. I still got jazz and six, man, because it's still going to come down to really who can get more stops, especially against those jazz guards. I, I, I just don't see anybody like, past John Dylan Brooks being able to handle uh, JC coming off the bench, Mitchell, uh, Mitchell Conley and Ingles, you know, you can't forget about Ingles. You know, he's, he's constantly coming at you. And I really, really am going to have a, a a hard time seeing, honestly, to be honest with you, this is more of a knock on the jazz, but I'm going to have a hard time seeing Rudy Gobert against Jonas Valanciunas because that, that those are really, yeah, those those type of bigs are, are are the bigs that Rudy Gobert usually struggles with. You know, those real hit you big, like move you around type bigs. So I I I do I do I do want I do want to see that. You know, that that, that definitely is going to be interesting. But you know, here I have on my notes that I said if the Warriors want to win, the uh, the Curry needs to needs to keep running off ball screens on and off ball screens to be able to get Rudy Gobert on on an island, man. And that's the same thing, honestly, that John needs to do. But, you know, the Grizzlies don't really set as many, like, off-ball screens as the Warriors do. So, really, for the Grizzlies, all they need to do, honestly, is run pick-and-rolls and get Rudy Gobert on job, man. Get him on an island. Get him on an island. Bring him out so Jock can either go past him and 
kick it out to the open player because the defense is going to collapse as soon as Jago's past them, man. But, man, besides that, like, I really don't see – I really don't see the Grizzlies really having a chance. As a matter of fact, I had Jazz in six because I had worries. Really, now that it's Grizzlies, I really have Jazz in five, to be honest with you. But, um, but you know, talk to me. How, dog, how do you feel about this? Dog, it's so funny. I so I, you, you said it already, the breather. I also wrote my Jazz and Warriors script, and I and it's the same exact thing. I also had Jazz and six, but now that it's the, the, the Grizzlies, I, I changed it to Jazz and five. That's so funny. Yeah, we see great minds think alike. So, I, 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 I do have the Jazz and five, you know, I think that it's going to be, um, it's going to be interesting, but 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 you know the points you brought up are all true. You really you 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 hit home on all of them. The only thing I'm thinking though is yes, it might be tougher for Gobert to go against Valanciunas, but it's also going to be tougher for Valanciunas to go against Gobert, who's probably going to win Defensive Player of the Year, right? He's not going to get Definitely. to just play against Kevon Looney, you know what I mean? Like it's going to be it's Rudy Gobert. That's that's a much better center, you know. So I think that there's just the Jazz just have too many firepower, too too much firepower. You know, you don't know when Bogdanovich is going to give you 50 points. You know, I mean, he's averaging 17 points on 31 minutes, so that's not bad. Don't even get me started on Jordan Clarkson's Sixth Man of the Year, another three coming off the bench. Rudy, Defensive Player of the Year in my opinion, lockdown, you know, defender for 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 a big Mitchell who can come back. We don't know his return date, but honestly, he's kind of week to week now. So, and even if he doesn't play, I think the Jazz are still winning this. So you they know, just have I two- think, you know, I, I, oh, so, so, sorry to cut you off, but no, you, know, I, I, you know, I think that the Jazz actually should be really cautious about trying to rush bringing him back, especially, yeah. especially in a series like this where they really don't necessarily need him, need him right. back right now. They, they, they should definitely be very cautious and, you know, work him back slowly to not, because they're really going to need him, need him down yeah. the line, like as much as they don't need him right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. Like, they, they, they don't need Mitchell to win the series. And, you know, if they go if they go down in a 2-0 hole, bring him back. You know what I mean? Like, that's at least, that's at least you know, four days, five days. Yeah. So, it's almost another week he got to rest. You know what I mean? So, I just I just think it's going to be too much for the, for the Grizzlies. You know, huge gritty win. But no matter if the Grizzlies or the, or the Warriors won this game, I don't think either of them was getting past the Jazz. So, I got Jazz in five but, as well. But, but you know what? I while I agree with you, it's funny that we say that well, we both agreed that the Warriors would have with that both Warriors and Grizzlies would lose to the Jazz in a seven game series. But yeah. the Warriors versus Jazz, I have a point here. Uh, that was the most likely series to be an upset. If there was going to be an upset, in my opinion, that would be the most likely series to be an upset, man. Because I have another one that I think yeah, another one. Likely, okay, I don't know you tell me when we get there. You tell okay, me I don't know if there. you're considering an upset though, so maybe okay. like just disclaimer. But okay. I do get you. Any team with Steph Curry, very likely that you will win the series. You know, so okay, so, okay, so, yeah. All right, cool, all right. Cool, cool. So, so then let's move now to the fourth seed Clippers who are going to play against the fifth seeded Mavericks. Jenner, since I started last one, I want you to kick this one off, man. Talk, talk all to right. me. So here's what I got. And I want you to listen through these points because it's going to sound like it's just making one game difference, but it'll make a little bit more sense when I go through. All right. If we could get a healthy Przingis, we get a really good series here. Okay. If he's not healthy, Clippers in five. That's where I'm going. I know. I know Luca. I like Luca. Even though he's a little whiny, I like Luca. Hey, uh, hey, don't. If you're going to start this point, I'll start walking the fence. No, 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 no! Uh, <laughs> I got. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just tell you straight I'm up. Just, I'm just playing with you. With or without, with or without Porzingis, I got the Clippers winning. It's just a matter of games and how many games. Okay. 
Okay. So, so <laughs> you Mr. Mr. Walk Defense. I'm I'm walk defense police. I don't let yeah. nobody walk defense. Nobody walking defense around here. So so anyway, if he's not healthy, I got Clippers in five. If Porzingis is healthy and playing at least decent ball, I think that's worth at least another game. Okay. So I think it would be a, probably a six game series, maybe even go to seven, but I doubt it. I think it'll be a six game series. I do ultimately think the Clippers have too much firepower and adding Rondo makes me want to say Clippers in six or seven, probably six. Okay. Uh, now I don't want you to look at this and say like, Oh, wow. Without Brazingas Clippers in five with Brazingas Clippers in six, like it's not a big difference, but the difference is in how close the games themselves are. Right. So the Clippers are, are, are basically, in my opinion, they're a teammate of glass. Kawhi, injury prone. PG, injury prone, right? So there's, there's, there's two superstars right there. They're not very durable, and I don't – Ivita Zubak, I don't know how many games he played this season, but when he was on the Lakers, it was like every bump. Uh, 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 so I don't know if, he, if he's going to be ready to uh, – you know, how it's going to be in the playoffs. Um, but anyway, so that's what I mean with the games being closed is the energy they have to expand to win games, right? And that's the focus here. I think they want to minimize the effort to still win games. And I think without Brazingis, that's going to make it a lot easier for them. So the difference is not just, oh, they win in five or they win in six. Who cares? They win. It's just the amount of energy they have to expand to win the, the games and ultimately the series, which will make them more tired for the next round where they have to face the Jazz or if they get past the Jazz, the next round, well, they have to face the, the Western Conference finalists, you know, this type of stuff. So that's that's what I got. I got Clippers in probably six because I think Porzingis will play. What about you? No, I, I, I got to go with, the, with, with you, man. I got Clippers in six. And I just and I just know that, you know, they're not make, they're not making the same mistake again. You know, they're 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 not going to let they're 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 not. They're not. They're they're, they're different this year. And you can tell. So. They're different this year, and you can tell, and you can tell that their their identity is different just by watching them. You know, Shout out Rondo. Uh, de- definitely, you know, and 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 that's exactly one of the points here. I have my notes. It says like last year that like when there was when the when the team was down, when the team was in a slump, there was times there was there, there was no leader on the court. There was no right. leader to to really rally the troops, and because you know, quite, people say, oh, Kawhi Leonard's on the court. Kawhi Leonard. Isn't, isn't that type of player? Isn't that like he isn't? He's a great player. He's a really great player. He's he's, he's that he's that guy. But yeah. he's not a leader. He's not gonna be like, come on, guys. Like he's not like that. Rondo is that. So like like I said, you know, Rondo fits was was a perfect fit for them. You know, perfect fit for them. Uh, and as as well, like honestly, the the Clippers are honestly built to defend the Mavericks. They have multiple bodies to 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 be able to throw at Luca, which which is good. And they have two bigs that can keep up with Luca in the perimeter. And they can, and they have a big that can really bang with him down low with with Zubak. So whatever it is, the Clippers have have a counter for and have I mean, an answer yeah. for. So no. I, it's just very tough to see that, especially with the Mavs struggling on defense. Kawhi and PG in a seven game series, I, I can't bet against I, them. I want to ask you something though. Do you think that a team, not necessarily the Clippers, but a team can win with their leader? not being their best player or their best player, not being their leader. That's a little weird, right? Imagine your leader is Rajon Rondo. No disrespect to Rajon Rondo, but he's not who he used to be. I think, I think that you can definitely win with that. Definitely. I I I feel like imagine, imagine Rajon telling Kawhi, yo, you got to do this. He'd be like, me, you got to do this. That's no, but that's that respect. That's that, that's that, that, that's that UD that Udonis Haslam. People yeah. respect Udonis Haslam. He don't play. People know, see, and know him as a leader. That's the OG But he's almost a team. coach. He's almost a coach. Like, I feel like Jimmy Butler is the leader of that Miami Heat team. Like, he's telling guys, you got to do this, and he's leading by example. 
Like, I, I think you could make a real strong case that UD is a leader in the sense of he's like a coach. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's more like a like a locker room guy. Like, 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 like Jared Dudley, you know, like he's just a locker room guy, but I mean, I don't know. Cause I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Haslam, like, was he ever that good? Like, I don't think I mean, he was but that nice. Like, there's, there, there's, asset, there, wait, there's, wait. there's assets of the game. Like he, he was a great rebounder. He, he was, he's he was great at boxing out and those things, yeah, so th- those Andre are, Drummond. those are arts. What? And so Andre Drummond's a great rebounder too. And, you know, if, if Ronnie Drummond is forty years old on a team, but he can, but but you but UD can give you pointers and hints on you know boxing out and angles and and all of that because all of that is is art, man. All of that yeah. really is art. That's yeah. the, 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 that's, that's fair. What I that want to know how you poetry in motion. But all right, so let's let's move on to this number three Nuggets versus this number six Blazers, and I think this is the one where. You know, I got that hot take coming in, man, because I got the Blazers in seven. I got the Blazers in seven, and let me tell you why, dog. The guard play will be the difference maker. There's nobody on that Nuggets team to match up with CJ and Dame. Don't tell me that Capasso, Austin Rivers, and Will Berton Will Berton uh, uh, <laughs> will be enough <laughs> to to to. To keep up with CJ and Dame and the scoring output that they're gonna put, and I know, I know the counter. Jokic, 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 Jokic is gonna come heavy. The I MVP know. of the league. Okay, but you're, you're we haven't got to the Eastern Conference yet. Uh, Jokic, I know, I, I know you're gonna talk to me about about Jokic, Jokic, but I would rather take Nurkic and Ennis. I can live with. Nurkic and Enniskan are t- trading off on Jokic, then I can live with Capasso and Austin Rivers trying to get on CJ and Dane. You know, and, and and the Blazers are on fire. Out of their last 10, you know what they won? Eight. They're right Fair. there. Fair. But I'm going to tell you something. The Nuggets are the number three seeds for a reason. All right? If they had, if they had Jamal Murray, I would say Nuggets in five or six. Mm-hmm. That's why but- the guard play is big. I agree. I agree. And that's why I said Jamal Murray definitely makes a difference. Like if they had Jamal Murray, I wouldn't even have this conversation. I would have been like, no way. Nuggets all the way. And I think you would too. Yeah, I agree. But without Murray, he's going to hurt him. However, I know a lot of people are picking the Blazers, including you. I don't know about a lot of people, but I know you're picking the Blazers. And I still am going with the Nuggets. Okay. I think it's going to take everything out of them, but I say the Nuggets in seven. Not only because it's going to take out everything out of them, but also because the Nuggets just love going to game sevens for some reason. They go every every season, except against the Lakers. I think every game they went to game seven for like four series in a row or something like that. Um, I know the Blazers have Dame. I know he's solid. I know they have CJ, Nurkic, Melo, Cantor. The Nuggets are about that. Okay. Jokic is the MVP of the league. I know you probably think it's Embiid. It's not. It's Jokic. It's Nikola Jokic. It's that man, the Joker. Michael Porter Jr., your favorite anti-vaxxer, is, is at 19 points a game. All right, seven boards and 54% from the field. Compazzo has been an important piece. No, no, he's not Damian Lillard. He's not CJ McCollum, but he's a solid player, okay? He still is going to get his, just like we talked about when we're talking about Steph Curry going up against anybody. He'll get his. He'll get his. But Compazzo can make plays. He's not half the player that Damian Lillard is, but he can make the plays still. Gordon, Aaron Gordon is a very good addition to that team. Oh, now you got Jokic on the bench. You got Jokic going to the bench. JaVale McGee coming off the bench. Proven champion. 
No, he's not Nikola Jokic. He's not Shaq, but he can give you solid minutes off the bench. Okay. So I still think they can get it done without Murray, especially against the Blazers. That's not just a disrespect of them, but the Nuggets are just like that. They're 16 and eight without Murray. Okay. That's 16 out of 24 games. They won 16 of them. That's a 66% win percentage. Okay. That's pretty good. 66% of seven games is 4.62. That's four wins, baby. That's all you need. Four wins. Okay. I know it's not that simple. I know in those 24 games, they didn't play the Blazers 24 times. I know. I'm just, I'm just, the reason I'm bringing this up, I just think it's important to know they can still get it done without Jamal Murray. And I think they will against a team like the Blazers. That's my opinion. So I'm, I'm going nuggets. It's our first different take. You know, and, and, and I, I respect it. You know, I, 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 re- I really respect it. But when, when I look at, the way that the game changes when the playoffs comes, you know, in, in, in the playoffs, it, it you definitely need to have a lot more design set plays to get open, right? Whether it is uh whether it's off ball, uh, off ball screens or, 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 or on ball screens or, or even, even, even more than screens, whatever it is. Um, and I think that without Murray on that team, I think that, man, I don't know if the if the Nuggets can really run as a fluid team because as a, the point guard runs a team. The point uh, 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 everybody knows the point guard is who's pushing the team. He's keeping. He's, he has a team's pace. You know, Murray is what Le- Murray is what LeBron is to the Lakers. He he is the team's pace. He pushes. He pushes and controls the team's pace. And I think that without Murray in the seven game series in the playoffs it's going to be tough because they're not going to have control of the pace and who's going to have control of the pace are the Blazers and they're going to run run fast because Compasso and Rivers are not going to be able to keep up on a track meet with CJ and Dame. They're going to just fly out. And you know what? That point you brought up on Michael Porter Jr. That's a great point. You know, it's my guy, great guy. <laughs> shout out, shout out, shout out MPJ. But I fire. trust, I trust Mello to tr- shut that down. And you know what? I understand Mello was like, 58 and he's like hella old and he's not who he used to be he's he's, he's not braids denver mellow but he's got that og in him he still got that he knows so much of the game that he knows how to shut you down without even having that athleticism and without even all, having all that there so man i i have to go with with, with the blazers man on, on the hot take on this one but you know what like you you, you did really make me think about it because you know yogic is mvp finalist finalist you know he's a finalist so he's a finalist and and he will do work you know so so maybe we'll see maybe i'm i'm wrong and maybe Jokic is going to pr- prove me wrong and maybe the nuggets will win in five six i, I, I don't, don't know. think so i think i think i agree with you that it's going to be a seven game series i just think the winner of that will be the nuggets and, and you think the blazers so okay all we'll right have to see how this one goes it'll be a good series though all right, so then let's move to the next series, man. Let's move to this number two seeded Suns versus the number seven seeded Lakers. And you know what, man? I don't know if we really need to cover this one because we already know what's going to happen. We already know what's about to happen, man. We know it's about to be Lakers in six. Lakers are going to roll right past them. I had to give. I had to give the Suns two games because you know out of respect you know because they are the number two seed and they have got there for a reason and the lakers do tend to have a hard time with faster point guards in like one two and especially that one two combo of, C- of cp3 and booker is definitely going to be tough on the lakers but i've re- i've been saying this all season and i know junior you've been saying this all season too 
we don't trust you. We don't trust you young guys. But besides CB3, Jay Crowder, and Devin Booker, we never seen you guys do it. And we never even seen Devin Booker do it. But honestly, I like I've been saying all season, the way Devin Booker's game is and the way I know playoff basketball, I think it's going to translate very well and he's going to ball out. He's going to ball out in the playoffs. But everybody else in that team, I, you know what? You, you may be great players, but I can't say – you, oh, you got it in the playoffs because it's different basketball. Right. And we really just saw that with the Hornets. The Hornets just proved that that if you're inexperienced, you get exposed in the playoffs because it's a different type yeah. of game. Um, the Grizzlies almost did the same thing. You know, so, yeah. so absolutely. No, I agree with you 100%. I think – so it's funny for the – Oh, you, well, you're not done. You can finish. No, no. I was, I, I was just gonna say, like, and to make, to, 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 to make things worse. Like, we're talking about some of these players are inexperienced, and they're going against maybe one of the most experienced players of all time. He's the all-time playoff leader. I mean, all-time leader in playoff games played. So, yeah. I mean, that's jokes, but all right. That's absolutely two sides of the spectrum. Yeah. No, it's it's interesting. So it's for the first time in history that the. Since they started tracking the stat that a seven seed is favored over a two seed by like Vegas and like the odds makers, um, so they have the Lakers. I do too. I wanted to say Lakers <laughs> are five or six, and I ended up going with six. And the reason why I went with six is they have their typical feel it out game. We saw it last year. They have the oh, game where every, they feel out every... the opposition. It's just tradition by now. And I want to add a game in there for adaptation because this team barely played any time together. They came off a 70-day offseason. They barely got time to play together because after that, they got hit with injuries, unfortunately. So I, I want to give them a Let me tell you something. You know, great minds thinking like, because I have right here on my note, I have, although the Lakers' on-court connection, it, it, it worries me at times because let me ask you a question. Are you seeing a lot of, oh, I thought you were going to be there. Like yeah. they passed the ball. Especially yeah, exactly. With because that's, yep. Yep. Hey, that's exactly 100%. what I'm saying. I'm 100%. feeling that. Like they pass it like, oh, I thought you were going to be there in moments. Okay. Great. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And I think that they have their feel it out game that I'm going to give them an adapt. I'm going to give them an adaptation game. So I'm saying Lakers and six. I think Vogel is really persistent and in, in keeping Drummond in the starting rotation and Drummond is trying as hard as possible to not be in the starting five. Like, I think like right now, a lot of what he's doing is counterproductive to, to being in the starting five right now. And it's not a knock on Drummond. It's just the fit. It's the fit, but I'm not going to, you will not catch, you will not catch me. Oh, not that you will not, I can't promise, but it's going to be tough for me to complain about Drummond because we got him for free, for free. So it's tough. It's like, Hey man, I, if they had checked out the whole roster to you know, have the rosters of the Cavaliers, that would have been pretty frustrating, but no, they got him for free. So can't complain much. Uh, uh, I just I just think that it's about finding how he's going to fit. And and I want him to just at least, you know, just swallow up rebounds. And sometimes he does. Um, but honestly, I also want to have AD at the five. He's just too quick for those who are as tall and too tall for those who are as quick. It just works out better, you know. Plus, imagine if you have Drummond coming off the bench, which is going to be tough because, you know, he's, he's, he's a star, quote unquote. You know, like at least he's, he's known, you know, as, as a solid player in the league. Um, so he's not going to want to come off the bench, but imagine Drummond coming off the bench, going up against a second string center. Yeah. That's barbecue. Chicken. That would happen. That would help him. And if anything, do it for a little bit, build your confidence, build your flow, your rhythm, your momentum, then come join the first team. You know what I mean? Um, so it helps everybody, but, but, you know, like I said, I don't know how he feels about not being a starter. There's politics involved, you know? Um, but I will say this, if there's a series for Drummond, this is it. Okay, because Aiton and Drummond 
are two of the few centers left in the league who are not even remotely good at shooting. So they're both going to be banging in the post, right? It's also going to happen with Gobert. Gobert's also not a good shooter. So with the Lakers, see the Jazz. I don't know. We'll see when we get to the predictions if we think they're both making it that far. It's going to work out too. But but I think that matchup will work. Um, if I coach the Lakers, which should be happening, uh, I, I, I would try Drummond actually for a bit. I would try him. I'd start him the first few games, but I would not be afraid to pull him quickly if I needed to, if I need to sit him for a while. You know, I think... Um, I also think Marcus Hall deserves more run. Okay, he's been he was exactly it's so funny. He's he was exactly what I expected, exactly what I expected to the T. Some people were expecting him to come in and be 2012 Marcus Hall. And I'm like, you're not gonna get that out of a 36, 37-year-old Marcus, 35-year-old Marcus Hall. It's not gonna happen. He's gonna be smart, he's gonna be passes, he's gonna be shots. Right. And that's that's what he's doing. He's not out there running LeBron pin blocks against the, the backboard, right? That's not his game. Um, so, so, so I don't know why people are surprised, but it's, it's not surprising. He's exactly what he's been. And I think that it could also work. He could work with AD at AD at the four and Gasol at the five with limited minutes not all the time because they will run after Marcus Gasol and, and then that, that'll be a little bit tough. So I didn't agree with the amount of minutes he got initially. I think he was getting too many, but I also don't think it should be zero. I think that's, that's, that's also a crime. So, um, it's just too little time, but, but, you know, I think that, that now, Lakers got this one for them to right the wrongs exactly and and in an interesting side note that I want to bring to you they want to kind of get your opinion the Lakers offered Schroeder an extension in the regular season and he rejected it because the Lakers could have offered him more money in the offseason but now is he kicking himself because he should I think he might have probably should have taken it as a Lakers fan I'm glad he didn't because I'm not hating on Dennis Schroeder but like I don't know if the rumors are true but you see he's making more demands and he wants to do this and he wants a hundred million and to me, I know, look, you might call me crazy. I just want to get your thoughts on this, okay? I think someone's going to overpay him. I don't want the Lakers to overpay him. You call me crazy, but I think Caruso is more important. And I would prioritize signing Caruso because Caruso at most is going to make $15 million, right? A year. That's quite a bit. That's like Kyle Kuzma money. At most, is going to make $15 million a year. And that's at most, Shooter's asking for high 20s, low 30s. So having Caruso in the 15s or Shooter in the low 30s, I'd rather have Caruso in the low 15s. Like Caruso or Shooter, Shooter's a better player. Can't even lie. But at the values that you get from him, right? Same thing with when Kuzma, when Kuzma was making $1.9 million. And he wasn't, no, he wasn't, he wasn't, uh, 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 you know, Brandon Ingram. He wasn't Jason Tatum. But for what he was making and what he was contributing, that was probably the best contract in the league, right? It was like when Steph, when Steph was coming up to the end of his old contract, when he was, I don't know how much he was making, but. And he was still in his rookie contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But at the end, no, but I think it was after his rookie contract when he got, he hurt his ankle, he kept hurting, he kept injuring his ankles. So he got a smaller contract, which is essentially worked out for the Warriors because that's what opened up cap for them to sign KD, sign Boogie, sign everybody, sign the entire roster, you know, sign Jordan out of retirement. But. But 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 it's the same thing with Kuzma. Like I, I think that his the value to what you were getting was immense. At one point nine, I don't think that's more than a veteran's minimum. That's less than a veteran's minimum. So so I, I like I, I think I prefer keeping Caruso over Schroeder when it comes to those numbers. I want to know what you thought, and also I want to say make sure we keep Taylor Horton Tucker. Give me your thoughts. 
No, you're crazy, dog. We cannot get I, I say you pay DS whatever it is that he wants. DS is so wow. important to DS is so important to this team. As a matter of fact, I think that he is the reason why we will win one of these series. Uh w- one of the I mean, of, of course, you know, LeBron and Anthony Davis will be the biggest reasons, but he is gonna be one of besides them, the next the next biggest reason, man, because Dennis Schroeder provides the Lakers a third scoring option that would be a first or second scoring option on any other team in the league. And that right there is, 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 is like, I, I, I don't know, you know, shout out everybody that used to play like call, call of duty when they were, when they were younger. And if you, if you have that overkill perk, you can have two primary guns, right? Like, like you can, and you can have two AKs, right? Like, like you can have an AK and a PA, and you got to be prestige or stuff like that. Right. Like a quick scope too much or whatever it is. Right. Oh, the king of quick scopes, bro. <laughs> ah, but but I feel like with that with that, with with Dennis Schroeder, that's what we get, man. We get basically a, another first or second option on any other team, but really as our third option, and can really carry the load. And we saw when LeBron goes down, he was the guy that to to carry the load. And we saw, you know, it, it, it exposed the fact that he he can't carry the load too much, you know, because it highlighted a lot of his mistakes, but. It, it showed that at least he can do it and he can do something, man. So I I, I say, you know, you, 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 any, give, any you, you amount. give DS. I mean, any amount, but you ask, the, you, you tell DS like, hey, work with me and I'm going to work with you. We're going we're gonna to get you a championship. We're going to get you a championship, but work with me. But I, I, I think that if he's asking anywhere in the high 20s, I'm still giving it to him. So look, let me tell you something. One of the things that I think is, is is pretty crazy. Andrew Wiggins contract. Okay, he's robbing the Warriors in broad daylight. He has a five-year, one hundred and forty-eight million dollar contract. Okay, he's a good player, not hating, but he's not a five-year, one hundred and forty-eight million dollar player. Okay, I don't want us to get stuck in the same situation as the Warriors with a giant contract that no one's gonna want to take off of our hands with Dennis Schroeder. That's the only problem. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I don't know, G. I don't know. I don't know, G. Dennis is Dennis is important. Dennis is important. Dennis, Dennis is very very important to the the team. I'm thinking about the cap, and 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 look, because Dennis needs to get re-signed. Caruso needs to get re-signed. Taylor Horn Tucker needs to get re-signed. Would you? Would you be one? Dennis is more important than every single one of those players. Every single one combined. Combined. If you could have both Caruso and THT or Dennis, okay, you would take just Dennis. Okay, maybe okay. Then okay, maybe two. Cause, cause I'm thinking. Cause I'm thinking. I would take two. Caruso but, and Dennis. Caruso and Dennis. Sorry, Caruso and Tht might might combine for maybe half of what Schroeder is asking for. That's tough. I'm, you could I'm, have I'm, Caruso. I'm okay. You, you could have Tht Caruso and probably another solid player before getting Dennis. I don't know. I'm okay. Know. I'm okay. I'm 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 we'll okay see what with Dennis. With the Nets. I'm okay we'll with Dennis. I need I need another primary ball handler, man. No, dude, I, right. I rock with Dennis Demenis hard. I rock with Dennis Demenis hard. Like I like Dennis. Just the numbers. But let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Right. He might he might he might he might convince us that he's worth that much, you know? But let's see. Let's see. Let's let's, let's right, move so, on here. So let's let's move on to the second round, which would be you know the semi the semis, right? So we would have the Jazz versus the Clippers. And on this one, 
I got the Clippers in seven, man. You know, it's going to be a great fought series. But again, I think the Clippers have defensive players and a lot of bodies to be able to throw at Mitchell, you know, similar to that, similar to that um, Mavs series where they have multiple players to be able to throw at Luca. They have, they have multiple bodies to be able to throw at Mitchell and similar to that jazz warrior series. I think Rudy struggles with those bigs like the Marcus, uh, like the Marcus cousins who's just too big, just too strong. And he also struggles with bigs like Clink, who can actually run in the uh, in the perimeter with him and keep up with him out out there because you know Rudy can't do that. Rudy can't do that. So if Clink forces Rudy to come out, I think it it, it it'll be trouble for for the Clint Jazz. Capella? What? Oh, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I I I, I don't know. Why I said Clink Capella. <laughs> I was like, I meant, I, I meant I meant I meant Demarcus Cousins. I don't know why I said Clink Capella. Uh. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm into Marcus Cousins. Yeah, sorry about that, y'all. <laughs> uh, l- late night, y'all. Late night. Come on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Demarcus. I think I think that Rudy Gobert is gonna, be, is gonna struggle with with a player like Demarcus Cousins, and I think the Clippers have too many bodies to be able to throw at Mitchell, man. But what do you think, Jenner? Who do you think is gonna win this series? Jazz and seven. Oh, that's who I got. Jazz wow. and seven. Talks me. Jazz why. and seven. Good series. Tough one to call. Jazz have been playing hard. They have the best record in the NBA for a reason. If they have Mitchell back, I'm going to go Jazz in seven. I just think they have more options than the Clippers and more depth than the Clippers. I get Kawhi and PG are the two best players in the series, actually by far. Uh, and But the Jazz aren't scrubs, and they probably have the next seven, eight players, you know, because, uh, I mean, no, maybe not that many, but definitely Mitchell. Like, Mitchell's definitely third. Gobert is fourth. JC is nice. They got Mike Conley. Uh, yeah, they got Ingles. Bogdanovich. Ingles loves to smoke Paul George. It's become a tradition. So, <laughs> so, so I think that, uh, I think this is going to be a good series, but I'm going Jazz and Seven on this one. All right. All right. Well, well, you know what? That, I'm happy because, you know, I, coming into this pod, I was like, man, I feel like me and Gina might agree on a lot of these. But, you know, we, yeah. we've had, we've we had a couple disagreements, results. you know, so, 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 yeah. so, so, so that's good. But all right, so let's move on to the Lakers versus Blazers series. I think that's going to be a nice little um, gentleman sweep. The Lakers are going to be able to handle that. And five, Lakers will handle that. Uh, you know, it's really that LeBron and AD like versatility, man. You know, really like last year, that you know, the, the, the versatility on defense is huge, man. And that's going to allow them to be able to switch screens and they won't have to be able to – you have to get caught getting over screens, and then Dane won't be able to do his little when – he, when he just gets right over his, right over screen and just shoots right, right away. Flops and, you know, you know uh, another, another thing I want, I, want, I want to point out is last year, Nurkic was really kind of like able to bang down low, really, if he wanted with JaVale. But now if he want to bang down low, he's going to meet a 6'10", 285 Andre German, man. So I definitely uh, – you know, I, I, I definitely feel – feel great about that it's a huge difference uh and i think that you know shout out your boy your guy who you you think deserves a max contract alex caruso i think uh <laughs> he's got a he, he's got a face guard day man he's got to be all over Dame the same way he did steph just give him no breathing room all over him from the rip but like even if dame doesn't have the ball like honestly i would say you put you put caruso on dame and you put him don't even help tell him don't even play help side just Face guard Dame the whole game, and 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 the second he gets out the car, man. So that's that that that's, that is how <laughs> I feel. Gets out of bed, 
Caruso. <laughs> Caruso is right there. Caruso is a hustler. Like, how can you not like this guy? Uh, but so, who, what, what do you think, Jenner? Because I'm so, sure you got the Lakers and whatever. But my series is Lakers Nuggets, but I do have the Lakers winning. So we saw we saw the Lakers. Uh, we saw full strength Nuggets actually last season lose to the Lakers in five. The Lakers squad got better. Are they better as a whole? We'll see. They barely got time to play together due to this extremely short postseason. Uh, short, short. Uh, yeah, the short uh, off season. Off season. Uh, I'm sorry. I said off season. Shout out J Cole. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you can make an argument the Nuggets got better too because they added Gordon and Campazzo, but they lost Jeremy Grant, who's better than both those two players. So that's tough. But biggest thing, losing Murray is just going to be too tough to overcome. Same story as 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 the uh, as this first round against the Blazers. It's just going to be too much, you know, and 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 I think that uh, against the Lakers, that hurts. So I'm going to go Lakers in five, just like you. You got Lakers in five, five, I got Lakers in five as well. And okay. just just a, just a quick note, though. I'm not picking Lakers to sweep any team just because they always have that feel at home game. So no no sweeps for the Lakers, unfortunately. Never, never. Le- the, but but but, but the thing is, LeBron's, LeBron's came out and said that. LeBron's came out. He always takes the first game as a fill-out game. So yeah. It's, yeah. it's all right. It's all good, man. Lakers in five. That's who I got. So let's move on to the Western Conference Finals, man. And for me, I know we have different matchups, but for me, the matchup we finally all wanted as NBA fans, this Clippers versus Lakers matchup, the matchup that the Clippers were running from, the matchup that the Clippers are scared of. Tanking from, dodging from, but whatever, you know, we'll get to that. You know, you could you can only run for so long. You know, you you, you can only run. The, the, the you know, <laughs> she, shout out you know shout out to all, all the kids who used to get you know hit by their parents. You know, your parents are running after you, and you used to run all over the house. But and they used to walk, and it was scary because you know that eventually <laughs> they're gonna Myers. catch you. Eventually they're gonna catch you, man. <laughs> so, so you know what? That's how the Clippers probably feel. They they probably feel like a little kid running from the parents to the Clippers and the Lakers just walking. Eventually, eventually you're gonna have to see us, man. Oh, yeah, Andrew. Well, yeah, man. So I think that's what you got. Lakers versus Clippers. Lakers versus Clippers, man. I think that Rondo is huge. Like how we've said, Rondo's gonna be huge. Yeah. I mean, especially because he just played on the Lakers last year. Like, as much as the Lakers may may be a totally different team, and I'm sure they they run different plays, and uh, but they have to somewhat their offense be based on the same thing because they're not going to relearn a whole new set of offense especially right. in this short and off season so they have to be somewhat be running some something of the uh, of the same offense man but junior we just talked about dennis Schroeder, man and this is a series that i think will be the difference maker because answer me this after pg and Kawhi, who's the next scoring option for the clippers and is it as nobody is it as consistent and is it as lethal because while i agree that dennis you know at times isn't as consistent and isn't as like isn't as good as 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 he should be right isn't as good as he should be i think that he has the potential to pop more than anybody else on that clipper team because i mean who's that third who's that third scoring option a beat up demarcus cousins luke Kennard? like i i just don't see it so i think that the Lakers have their stars, you know, in LeBron and AD. The Clippers got their stars in Kawhi and PG, and they're going to do it. You know, yeah. Kawhi's going Kawhi's to get his, PG's going to get his, uh, LeBron's going to get his, AD, AD's going to get his. But I think it's the other guys who will win it. It's Dennis Schroeder. It's 
it's it's Andre Drummond. I think Andre Drummond is is gonna eat. I think he'll I think he'll have a good time because bigs like Zubak. I think that they're just they're they're not ready for a guy that big, man. I I know right. Zubak's a big guy himself, but we gotta remember, guy like Andre Drummond is six ten, like wide hips, big big like big move. Dudes. He's 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 moving people out the way, and and I don't know if if Zubak is necessarily ready for that kind of physical confrontation. To be honest, I agree with you. I mean, my 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 Western Conference Finals jazz, is, Lakers, huh? is Lakers versus Jazz. Tell me, tell me who you got. I think it's gonna be close. I think that by then the Lakers will have had more continuity, though, which is just what they needed. Uh, I believe they're gonna be able to string out some wins, and I think it's gonna be a six or seven game series, regardless of the winner. I want to say Lakers in six, but I don't want to discredit the Jazz too much, so I'm gonna say Lakers in seven. I think this one's gonna go down to seven game series. Jazz are a good team. Jazz are a good team. And if they just beat the Clippers in the previous round, which is how I have in my predictions, they're a good team. So I'm going to say Lakers in seven on this one. Okay. All right. All right. Well, then go over to the East before we get to the finals, right? Yeah. Let's, let's, let's make our way to the East because we see who with the Lakers is over there, just sitting in a throne, just waiting for whoever's going to come. Who's going to play They're they're, they're just waiting, man. But let's jump over here to the Eastern Conference, man. And let's talk about that number one MVP, Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. I said MVP, Joel Embiid led 76ers versus the number eight Wizards. And you know what, man? Because Jason Tatum and his 50-point performance – that is the only reason that I'm not saying six, Sixers in, in in four, because I believe that Bradley Beal is equally capable, and Russ Westbrook is equally capable of having one crazy performance like that and pulling off one game. But dog, that's the only way that that that, that that's it's Sixers in in five. So I'm I'm going I'm going Sixers in five. But let me tell you something, dog. If Ruchi Hakamura, Alex Len, Daniel Garford, and Robin Lopez can't handle Tristan Thompson. I got some news for you, dog. Joel Embiid is going to eat them alive. He's going to eat them alive. And the crazy thing is people, I, 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 you know, I, I've heard a lot of people say, yeah, Joel Embiid's going to eat, but who's going to, who, who's going to be able to stop, uh, who's going to be able to stop uh, Bradley Beal or Russell Westbrook? Ben Simmons can only get one of them. I think people will sleep on Matisse Stiebel. Matisse Stiebel himself, Matisse Stiebel is a great defender and, Although he's not going to be able to stop, and either Ben Simmons is not going to be able to stop neither Westbrook or, or, or Beal, they're still going to get theirs. But I think that I can live with Matisse Thibel and Ben Simmons uh, taking care of, 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 of Russ Westbrook and, and, and Bradley Beal. But you know what, Jenner? I want to bring up some, you know, last time that the Wizards and Sixers played, Bradley Beal scored 60 points. He, he scored 60 points, and they still lost. So that just shows you that it's going to take a uh, – like – historical, crazy, crazy, crazy performance for them to even pull off one game, man. But I had to get, I, I had to give the Wizards one game out of respect because if he can do that 61 time, you know, he, 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 he could pull it off again in Westbrook, you know what I'm saying? He, he's going to drop a 60 piece in, in the playoffs? I don't think so. He probably he not, it, probably not, it. probably not. But, so, but that's why I'm going with the Sixers and five. I like the whole Embiid Russ Westbrook narrative, but that's it. Like Sixers are heavily favored. I think the Wizards. I agree with you. They'll be able to pull out a game, but that's going to be it. It's too much firepower. Embiid, Harris, Simmons, Howard, Curry, Green, Maxi, Tybal. I mean, I could just go on forever. Yeah. Uh, 
just, it's just too much for the Wizards, you know? And even Danny Green, like, he's not who he used to be, but I always said this, especially when he came to the Lakers, he's a poor man's Clay Thompson, right? Like, you can shoot the three and defend, three and D guy. Like, that's yeah. what he used to be. Not anymore. He's, he's, he's not, 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 not a poor man's Clay Thompson. That's, that's, that's not a way to say it, but he used to be like a, like a, like a Clay Thompson light. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of what I thought. Like, like, shoot the three. Well, that's it, though. I mean, decent driving game, but, 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 but defend well, and that's it. Now he's not that anymore, but he's still, if you were once a good defender, you at least have the smarts, you know? It's too much for the Wizards. Uh, and honestly, props for the Wizards just for being here, man. Like, yeah. they're doing an impressive. They were 15 games under 500 on, on, on April 6th. Now they're eight seed, you know, but running into the Sixers, it's just, it's not, it's going to be too much. Like, that's fun. We got to, we got to keep it moving on that one because it's not going to be much. Yeah. There's, there's not, not much to talk about there. So let's move on to this uh, fourth seeded Knicks who are going to play the fifth seed Hawks. And this is going to, this is going to be a good series. You know? I, I, I really found myself going back and forth saying, no, this team, no, this team, no, this team. And, I, I, b- before I talk about who I have and in how many games, I want to say this. I want to say this game is going to be so flip-flop and so opposite because the Hawks are a top 10 offense, but a bottom 10 defense. The Knicks are a top 10 defense, but a, bo- a but a bottom 10 offense. So it really is just going to be a world of just differences, man. But one thing I want to ask you, Junior, before, b- before we get into this is – Trey Young, right? We know he part a part of it. So he he averages eight free throws per game, which is a lot of free throws to take per game, man. And part of the part of his game is getting to the free throw line. But as we know, the playoffs are different. They play different, and they're also ref different. You know, though that the, that little uh, that little get get in front that Trey Young does, or he gets he gets in front of player, stops and takes a shot, and then gets a foul every single time. Do you think that's going to get called the same amount? Because I don't Not think he gets much. to the, I don't think he gets to the free throw line eight times. Play. So I think the yeah. refs will catch on with that. Exactly. I don't think he. I don't. I don't think he gets to 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 the free throw line eight times. Right. I don't think he gets to the free throw line eight times, and that right there is gonna hurt, is gonna hurt his game. So before I even move on, Junior, talk to you. Like, do you think that Trey Young will have the same success? with like the refs calling the calls that he wanted. Not with the fouls, but I don't think his game will be much different than it is. You know, like I think he's still going to try to get the calls. He'll probably get some of them. And he'll, st- he'll still get his. He's a baller. He'll still get his, you know. So that's, that's, what, that's what I think on him. Okay. But who do you got one right. in the series? But to win the series, man, I got to go with Knicks in seven, dog. It's no matchup for Randall, dog. Against the Hawks this season – in the in the season series that the Knicks have played against the Hawks, Randall's averaging thirty seven points, twelve rebounds. He's got two two of them, a pair of forty point games against the Hawks, man. So there's just there's just really no no matchup on that team to guard Randall. So I think that Randall in Game Seven will let loose and do his thing, man. So that's that's what that's what I got. I got the Knicks in seven. Who you got, Junior? Tough. Tough one, dog fight. Like, this is a dog fight game, and 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 it's a series that could really go either way. I think no matter who you pick, it's at least a six game series, at least. Yeah. Ultimately, though, I do have to go with the Knicks as well, and I'm thinking six or seven. Mm, I'm gonna say Knicks in a close six, actually. Like it's gonna be a close game six to finish it out. Like the Hawks almost sent it to seven, but they couldn't. Uh, I think they're just gonna find a way to win. You know, I think. Ultimately, you're looking at what's more important, defense or offense. It's probably defense, you know. 
so, so, so I think they're going to find a way to win it. And I think Atlanta does have a better roster on paper, but New York has the best player and Tibbs is doing a great job out there in New York, you know? So I, I, I do think it's going to end up being going with the Knicks making a uh, winning, winning over the Hawks in six. So that's okay. what I got. Okay. Next one is All a right. good series too. The, ooh, I was about to say that. Oh, oh my goodness. See, you know what, man? We see we brothers, man. I know, I know, I know y'all can tell we brothers, man. I know y'all can tell. We we think we think it like I was about to say that. I was about to say this next series honestly is one of the series I cannot wait to be kicked up on my couch, feet up, watching every second of because I am so interested and I want to see both how the Heat are going to play Giannis again and how Giannis is going to respond to that yeah. man that is what i want to see right so junior i know you got i know you got a lot to talk about this one because so i want you to kick this one oh, off i'm us, excited man. on this one all right bucks versus heat another dog fight man the heat are such dogs too like they're gonna claw and grind out wins like it's a rematch of last year it's gonna be close okay and but but i think the bucks are gonna come out on top this time okay i think they're playing with a chip on their shoulder they're no longer, I said this earlier in the season too. They're no, remember for the past few seasons, they were the big dog in the East. Like before when the regular season ended, they were the big dogs in the East. They were first seed. They closed out the first seed with like two weeks left. Remember, like nobody was touching them in the East. Now they're not the big dogs anymore. Now they're third place. You know what I mean? Like, so, so they're going to go hard. I think they're going to go hard. They probably, they may think their, win, their, their window to win a title is closing, you know? And I think they're going to beat the Heat. It's not going to be easy. At least six or seven games, but I'm going Bucks at seven. Like this is going down to the wire. But 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 that's what I got. Tell me who you got on this one. So before before I jump into my 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 team and and why can can you tell me why? Like wh- what's the reason that you feel that the Bucks gonna be able to pull out? Like is it gonna be just like a game seven historical or or like what's what is it to you? Chip on their shoulder. Number one thing. They're no longer the big dogs in the East. They think that their championship window is closed. They're like, no, this is it. We got to go now. Because they keep okay. having great regular seasons and then choking in the playoffs, choking in the playoffs. They're like, nah. Now they have the experience. Okay. Giannis is on the clock because it's two playoffs already. They were like, where's it at, dog? You know, Giannis is on the clock. They have playoff experience. They added Drew Holiday, who's one of the best guard defenders in the league. I know there's, I saw uh, an article that when GM doesn't think he's all that good, he's all hype. It's kind of like what, what uh, Russell Westbrook said about Patrick Beverly. Like, he tricked y'all, man. <laughs> but they didn't say that about, about Drew Holiday, but they said he's not as good of a guard defender, which I disagree. I think he's a great guard defender. So, chip on his shoulder. Giannis with a chip on his shoulder and something to prove because it's starting to look bad. Three, if he misses three, three underperforming playoffs is going to be tough. And, 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 and um, Drew Holiday. So I just think that's enough to overcome the Heat. And also, same thing I've been saying with the Lakers. The Heat also came off of an extremely short offseason. They haven't had as much continuity. So it's just hurt, hurt their team quite a bit that I think that the, um, I think that the, that the Bucks would be able to take it. But tell me who Okay. Okay. Well, you know, I, I, I feel you on that. And, you know, when I'm looking at this series, I'm like, man, I just don't know if I can trust Giannis against a a smart playoff team. 
like especially a playoff team like the Heat, man, because we know that the Heat do this. You know, I like I I I, I talk I talked about with I talked this to you about off camera. I said that. I told you to watch that that Heat versus Sixers game because of the Heat were able to manipulate Joel Embiid and force him to six points and four rebounds in 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 in, in the game. And and we saw just last year the Heat manipulate Giannis and and be able to build that wall and and be able to win four one and and not just like not in a seven game series no four one like that also makes a huge difference him losing four one. But but. With the Bucks addition of Drew Holiday, that's going to bring so many more defensive stops and not even just defensive stops. I think that the Heat are now going to have to share their attention, not between just Giannis and Chris Middleton, but Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday. And that right there is going to create like more opportunities for Giannis. Because if, you know, if you're only focused on last year, they were only focused on Chris Middleton. They were like, okay, let's just stay focused on Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton won't, won't have anything for Chris Middleton and Giannis, but now they need to focus on Chris Middleton, Giannis, and Drew Holiday. So I definitely think that, like how you mentioned, that definitely is going to create more opportunities for Giannis. But I really, really hope that Giannis is able, like, shows us that he learned how to counter that wall, man. Yeah. Because if he doesn't, if he doesn't, like, if he doesn't, I really think that this, like, puts a hamper in his like career. Like, you can't, you can't call him like great because, like, you know, all the greats they encountered a problem or encountered like a team and they were, you know, they had to figure out a way to get over it and get through it or like a way to like a system like, like that is just a defensive system that is set to stop Giannis. If Giannis can't figure our way around that, like that, that puts a huge hamper in his career, like for like forever, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. Um, I agree 100%. Like this is the year he's got to prove it. Yeah. Three, three chokes in the playoffs. Like that's his third strike dog. Like, uh, and 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 I'm you, not gonna say know, I'm not gonna say it, but and you know how the league goes. The league uh-huh. goes. You know you know how the league goes. If you start failing too much, like they start writing you off, they start forgetting about you. Like the the, the narrative starts that you can't win. Remember we saw we saw that with LeBron, man. And but I think that like ultimately though, like because of that additional Drew Holiday, I gotta go Bucks and Six and. The Heat aren't the same team that 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 they are that they were last year, right? right. Like we, I, I I've been like noted on record saying this like multiple multiple times. Like the Heat benefited playing the bubble. That was an environment that benefited the Heat. Like the Heat, we're, we're ready for that environment. That's that, yeah. that's their type of team. That that's what that's what they're in for. And that's what I feel like a big factor in helping be able to get to the be able to get to the finals, be able to beat be, beat the uh, beat the Bucks. And the Heat are missing Jay, Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder, yes, he's not a 20 points per game per score or like 25 or whatever, but Jay Crowder brings that defensive intensity, dog, and the Heat were missing that because he was a huge part of that wall against yeah. Giannis, man. So I got to go with Bucks and six, man. I was a little long-winded, but I got to go Bucks no, and six. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked that you have him in six. I thought it would definitely be a closer series, but, you know, I, I think that uh, we both got Bucks. So the only reason why I say six is because I really believe that, you know, the Bucks. And and Giannis like sat down and figured out okay what can we do about this wall because like it, 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 it's not the Bucks didn't lose last year it's not like 
the even the common fan knows, like the average Joe fan knows why the Bucks lost, right? It's because the Heat were able to build that wall and Giannis can't shoot. If it was some elaborate plan, right, then maybe like I'd be like, okay, then the, the Bucks first have to figure out what the Heat did, and then so they have to they gotta right. they, they gotta get into the film and figure out what the Heat did and then go forward. But no, like it's no surprise. You know exactly what happened, you know exactly how to fix it. You gotta you you get paid millions of dollars. Get in the gym. Get a jumper. It, it's not. It's no excuse. And and you know how I feel about Ben Simmons. Don't let me start feeling about that way about Giannis, man. Because you get paid millions of dollars, ain't no excuse why you can't make a jump shot, man. No excuse. One hundred and ten percent. No excuse, 110%. man. But all right. So let's let's move on to this number two seeded Brooklyn Nets versus the seven seeded Jason Tatum. I mean Boston Celtics. <laughs> Jenner, who do you have winning this series? It's not going to be close. It's not going to be close. Without JB, this isn't going to be close. Uh, uh, with JB, I'd say Nets in five or six, maybe six. Maybe we get if we, if we could get two good games uh, from JB and JT. But with JT alone, Nets in five. And I'm going to tell you how it's going to go up to. Nets are going to go up 3-0. Okay, I'm calling this right now. If I get this right, we need to soundbite this. I'm 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 swinging for the fences here because I'm setting up the whole scenario. Okay, Nets are going to go up three zero. Okay, JT is not going to let the not going to let the Celtics get swept. The Nets won't care if they win it in four or five. So Nets are going to lose game four. Then they're going to come out and take care of business easily in game five, and they're going to close out the series in five games. Uh, I'll, I'll take out the easily, but. They're going to come out. They're going to take care of business in game five. They're going to close out the series in five games. So I'm calling it. That's on wax. Now we talked about, huh? That's on wax. That's on wax. <laughs> so I know we talked about Brad Stevens. He's in the hot seat. We even had a conversation about this. I honestly still think that he is. I know yeah. you said he, I know you said that you sent me that article that said he isn't, but I don't know. I think to me he is. Let's see. Again, not his fault. He's going to run in, not his fault that, that, that he's going to lose to the Nets. Nets would have beat even if Phil Jackson was coaching the Celtics. The Nets would have beat that roster, but it's his fault that he let him get that far down. Like, yeah, they should have been above. They should have been above the Sixers, the Knicks. Shouldn't have got here, right? So, so, so it's that he should. They shouldn't even have gotten there. Well, let's see. You know, that article that that you sent me that talked about you know him uh, being in the hot seat. I'm thinking, of course, you know, they're they're not going to tell Brad Stevens, hey, you're about to go in arguably the hardest challenge of your career. And just so you know, we're about to fire you. They're not going to say that to, to, to Brad Stevens before, you know, one of the toughest challenges of the whole season. It's going to make an uphill challenge even even tougher, right? So let's see how it goes, but it's, I don't think it's close. I got Nets in five. Man, I'm right there with you, brother. I got Nets in five, too. And I, one thing that I, I, I do want to bring up, which even more makes me feel like I, sh- I should go Nets in four, but... I got. I, I think that you and know J, if if JT can have even one game, you know, yeah. even like how you call it, JT's gonna have too much pride. He's like he's he's like I gotta I got I gotta get one game. Uh, the Nets have swept the Celtics in the season series by an average, and then they won by an average of fifteen points <laughs> in those games. So and none yeah. of those games have had all three stars playing all all at the same time. Man. And so that's another thing. That's too. trouble. That's too much, the, man. The Nets, I'm sure they've been hearing the noise. Oh, can they all do it together at the same time? There's only one ball. There's not three balls. They can't all get together. You know, they are valid criticisms, but as professionals and as competitors, they hear that noise and they're like, no, we're going to show you how we can do it. You know what I mean? They're going to come out swinging. That's why I think they're going to go up 
then they're gonna be like, all right, we don't have to go that hard. <laughs> so, 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 so I think the Nets are gonna definitely come out and make some noise. But all right, let's oh, go to the that, second you, round. Man. That, you, oh, real, quick, real quick, real b- quick, b- before I move on, that's actually really interesting because I've heard a lot of people say that you know the Nets are gonna are gonna take the these games to like get a feel of playing with each other. So that's interesting that you have this, you know, the opposite view of like, they're going to come in real hard and be like, Oh no, we, we've been hearing everything y'all been saying. Like, that's interesting. I, I like, I like, I like how you bring that up. I like that. Okay. But all right. So let's, let, let's move on to the, to the next round, which is the second round, man, which we, we would have the 76ers versus the Knicks. I think that it'd be another gentleman sweep, man. I think that the Sixers will handle that. Joel Embiid was going to dominate offensively, like dominate offensively. And I feel very good. And I can definitely live with Ben Simmons matching up with Julius Randle. That, 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 that matches up very well. Size, strength, yeah. speed. And at the end of the day, man, I don't mean to sound like a Warriors fan, but threes are more than twos, man. And the Knicks are really struggling to make threes right now. They, yeah. they really can't shoot threes as, 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 as a team. And the Sixers don't struggle to make threes. They do. They make threes at a high clip. Man. Yeah. So I, I think that with Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and them making threes is going to be a real, real, real quick, easy one for them to get out of there. And just, just want to point out, man, this looks like the Sixers going to have a pretty easy road, man. But We'll talk about that. That's we'll talk so about funny that later. Because I said that. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> I, that's so funny because I said that's actually right here in my notes for this one. So, so, so I got to go Sixers too. Knicks are gritty, but the Sixers are just ready to get to Eastern Conference Finals, man. Like they, they got the squad, they got the playoff experience, they got the firepower, and a pretty easy path. Like it's, it's fun, relatively easy path. You know, I mean, uh, nothing is easier than everyone easy. else's. Yeah, that's for sure. So, so not to downplay the Knicks, but they're just not on the Sixers level, you know. Sixers got a crazy roster, and the Knicks have just no matchup for that. They don't even have to, at least in the Hawks series, they had the best player on the court. Now they don't even have the best player on the court because I'd be in B in by far, right? So, so, so I got to go Sixers here. I wrote on my note Sixers and Six, but you might have convinced me it might even be Sixers and Five. Like, I think that the, I, I initially said Sixers and Six just because the, 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 the Knicks are gritty, you know? Like, I feel like they're going to just tough it out for like two wins, maybe like, they're down 2-0. They don't want to go down to this 3 3-0 hole. So they go 2-1. Then it's like 3-1. And then they don't want to lose already. So they get another one and ends up being, you know, 3-2. Then the Sixers are just like, all right, 4-2. You know what I mean? So that 5-6, you know, I think um, let's see. I can't even walk the fence on the only number of games. Yeah, you, you can't you can't walk the fence. Not on close. Guys, the, the fence police. <laughs> So let me see. I've been thinking about this matchup here. Let me go with my notes. So I'm going to go Sixers and Six on this. Sixers one. and Six? Okay. But okay. like an easily handled Six. That's that's what I'm thinking here. Okay. So, so. All right. So let's move on to this really good series. This is going to be must-watch basketball. Wow. Uh, let's move on to this Bucks versus... Can I go first on this one? Yes, you can go first on this one. Not, oh. Knock it out, bro. All right. All right. It's going to be a series and a half. Probably the best series... That is that is uh in this like the best second round series, West East, best second round series, because we knew this would happen. Okay. It's three very good teams in the East. Only two of them can get to the Eastern Conference Finals. It's crazy, right? So as I was writing this, I kept going one way or the other. This one's close, okay? Bucks, eighth in defensive re- and eighth in defensive rating in the league. Oh, it's just so tough to pick. It really depends on how they mesh for the Nets. Like, how are we going to see those players met, meshing? But, you know, I'm feeling a little ballsy 
I'm saying Bucks and seven. Oh, I think the Nets are out. <laughs> Oof. Uh, hey, hold I on. I think the Bucks are gonna do it, man. I think before, hey, before, the, before the, I, the before I keep no going, defense. hold on. Hey, this, this camera. I mean, this camera. <laughs> off camera. This morning, Junior sent me an, an article. He said, "Oh, you know who Nick Wright is? Like, look, like, look at his playoff prediction." And I'm, I'm listening to. I'm at work, right, listening to yeah. it. And then I'm like, I'm like. And then Junior told me like, oh, it's so it's similar to mine, ha ha ha. And I'm thinking like, oh, which which one is similar to Junior? And I thought this is what's his similar. I know Junior. I think but Junior I wrote, has I wrote bucks over now. I read that. Just full disclaimer. I wrote this. I wrote. We were talking last night when I was. Yeah. Writing. No. I know. I know. I know. I know. Like, I know. I wrote this. I even wrote here bucks and seven hide. Like wow, I'm like, that's crazy. That's, that's who crazy. I got. Okay. 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 Tell but, me. I so, want you to tell me your points here. So look, I. I'll just I'll just tell you who I got and then I'll I'll go through my point. So I got I got Nets in seven. I got okay. Nets in seven, right? You know, if KD, Kyrie, and and Harden are playing together, it's just very hard to say that 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 they'll lose. But granted, all three have only played eight games together, which that can that can help because you have no idea what to expect. You know, when all three are on the court. But it can also not help because you don't have that continuity and that, you know, and that, that, that chemistry of knowing how to play together, right? But so I'm looking at the season series versus the Nets and the Bucks, right? And they played three times and the Bucks won two out of three. And those two out of three games that they won, Giannis scored 49 points and 38 points. And they barely won. They barely won those games. Or they barely or, won. Or. Right? Giannis puts up 40 piece two out of three times. What does that tell you about the Nets defense? Uh, I tell you that the Nets have no defense. We knew that. The Nets are ranked right. 26. Yeah, so no, I we think knew that. Giannis is going to average like damn near 40 this series. But 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 my point that I'm trying to get at is that he he had to put a 49 and 38 to barely win. He won by less they won by less than 10 points. I don't know if I can confidently say that in a seven-game series, because you know what? In, in basketball, this term is always said, in a seven-game series, usually the better team is going to win. Because yeah. in a seven-game series, the better team is going to be able to, like, even if you lose one game or two games, you'll be able to get, you'll be able to figure out and get, and get back on your high horses. And I just don't know if Giannis can really put four, five, or just enough games to win a series, like enough 40-point games or enough – 40 plus point games or you know what I'm saying like I, I don't know if he can keep doing that enough to win a se- season series and on all of those games that they played either one star was missing either Kyrie Irving was missing or the James Harden is missing so the so the so the the Bucks have done that while missing Kyrie Irving or or, 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 or the, the Bucks have beat the Nets while the Nets were missing Kyrie Irving you're missing James Harden and so you add a Kyrie Irving in there I think I changed the score of the game if they're only losing by eight or so right yeah no, and, and that's true but, but that, that would be more true if they somehow staggered their minutes right kd plays now harden plays now and Kyrie plays now but it's not so so in, in a sense you have to also take like okay Kyrie irvin averages 25 points i know you're not doing this but i'm i'm saying like when when the fan looks at this you can't just be like Kyrie irvin average i don't know how many average. i'm gonna say 20 points a game you don't just yeah. add 20 points to the, to the to yeah the, it to doesn't the, work though yeah because he's taking away shots from james harden he's taking away shots from, from kevin durant you know what i mean so 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 you look at everything and i again i know you're not doing this but what i'm saying is just like i still want to see and that was one of my notes i said i want to see how they mesh how KD, Kyrie, and James Harden mesh in a playoff scenario. And I think they'll mesh, mesh well 
But I think if the if the Bucks, sorry, if the Nets saw the Bucks or the Sixers in the Eastern Conference Finals, it might be a different story. They'll have had more time to get content new and meshing together. It's the same thing I said about the Lakers. But I think seeing them early is going to hurt them. My my opinion, but it's tough. It really could go either way. Any series you pick as a seven game series is just like, oh, where yeah. are we going? You know? Yeah, it, it it definitely could 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 go both ways. But one thing that I I, I do want to point out that is going to be extremely extremely important for the for the Bucks to do is to keep this game slow. Keep this a slow pace half court game because if you turn this into a track meet, it's over. It's over because the nets are are, are going to start flying, getting up and down court, and it's over. So I think that is very important for the Bucks to keep this a slow half court game, a slow pace game. And you know what? If there was somebody that was going to stick to Kyrie Irving, I would pick Drew Holiday. So it's it's great, you know, it's, it's great. And which is why I think it's going to be such a great series and like a real true seven game series. Because if I had to pick somebody to pick to stick on Kyrie, shit, I'll pick Drew. Is he the best guard defender in the league? Definitely, hands down. Alex Caruso would like a word. Mm, so would Lonzo Ball. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I agree with you. I think off the top of my head, I'm thinking it's probably Drew Holiday. Drew. It's definitely true. Benjamin Simmons, my guy. Mm. He keeps up with anybody, bro. He keeps up with anybody. That's, he's the player that you're candidate. That's I know true. you don't rock with no, 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 no. But no, no. That hey, hey, hey. I know I don't rock with him, but I don't I don't rock with him because of the way he can't shoot and can't shoot. Yeah, and, and but he's, he's, shoot he's about that on defense. On defense, he's he's, he's, he's a boy. It's a problem. He's but, about that. Jenner, he let guards, me, guards, guards, bigs, he guards anybody, bro. He, he can do whatever you ask of him out yeah. there. He's like he's but, like a, he's like a AD but quicker on defense on defense I'm not saying on offense it's not even close but on defense he's he's like a quicker AD you know what I mean not as tall not not as effective on bigs he's he's slightly less effective than 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 uh, not slightly a little bit more he's a he's a bit less effective than AD is when, when it comes to guarding bigs but he's a lot more effective than AD is when it comes to guarding guards so definitely. With and the, with he, length and speed. Yeah, he's a problem for sure. He's a problem. He's a problem, and he's big reason that he's a big reason that the Nets are gonna face the Sixers in you know in the in, in, in the got conference that? finals, and that's gonna be a great. Oh my god, that's gonna be a great series. The Nets are gonna face the Sixers, huh? You know the problem that I have with with, with this, you know, is that. The net, like what? What's the Nets' biggest weakness? Defense, defense, Size. right? Size, right? What's the Nets' biggest weakness? My brother just told me that it's defense. Everybody knows that, especially defense against who, Junior? Joel Embiid. Uh, no, against big men. Oh, okay. Okay, I thought you wanted especially, me to tell the guy. Especially, no, especially is it? They, they, they yeah. struggle with. Defense, especially against big men, that's the reason why in the buyout market they look for Andre Drummond. I, I mean, they, they try to get Andre Drummond, but then and they end up going with Lamarcus Aldridge, and you know what I'm saying? Got, got, may, you know, may God be with him and all of that. Yeah, you know, no, I'm saying well, my, great. My, no, no, I know, I know. They struck yeah. out on Andre Drummond. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know. Right, so they know that they know. Even the organization knows that. Man, we struggle guarding bigs. Now you're gonna put. The most dominant big, maybe ever, 
Whoa! I'm just kidding. Shaq? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just Wilt? kidding. I'm just kidding. After Shaq, and after Wilt. Shaq, after Shaq. Uh, what okay. was the problem against against those plumbers, bro? Those plumbers what was the from, problem? From those electricians from the 1950s? Well, what was the problem? Okay, look, uh, look okay, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I stumbled up my words. I stumbled up what I meant to say. What I meant to say was is the most dominant big in today's game Absolutely. and modern day Shaq. That's what I meant to say. I stumbled up my words. But so you're telling me that the Nets struggle, the number one weakness is guarding big men, and they're playing the most dominant big in today's game in the modern day Shaq. But with a jumper, hey, G. Hey, G, I think that's a problem. But you know what? That's not the reason that the Sixers are going to take it in seven. That's not the reason. It's because I don't think that it's a terrible option to put Ben Simmons on KD. I don't think it's a terrible option to put Matisse Tybal on James Harden. Not saying that they're going to get stopped. Not saying that they're even going to get contained. But they're definitely going to have to work much, much, much harder to get their shots off and therefore have, you know, you know, they're going to have to work a much harder on offense. And then next time down court, maybe they don't have as much leg, you know, on their on, 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 on leg on their shot. Right. But one thing that I mentioned earlier in this podcast, and if you were really listening, you really cat, you really listening, you would have caught on the hint, man. You said uh, earlier, I said the Sixers had an easy path and the Sixers had a way. If, if, if it happens in the way I've been saying it, you know, if my predictions are right, and it happens in the way I've been saying. The Sixers had a way easier path than the Nets. Have not needed to go to as much as Game Sevens. They they haven't needed to play the Bucks. They haven't needed to play these tough teams and go to Game Sixes and the Sevens. And I think that that in the long term is gonna make a difference. And Junior, I know that you got the Nets losing one series before, but you know we've seen it before. We've seen it with the Heat. We've seen it with the Celtics. All those big threes and big superstar teams. They take one year to really get that gel, really get that going, man. So I think that it, it their talent takes them so far. Their talent, you know, KD, James Harden, and Kyrie takes them right there, right there, right before the promised land. But you need to to be a champion. Bron and AD, they got you need, it in their first year. You need Bron and okay, 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 okay. <laughs> okay, I mean, you yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Not wrong, but but yeah, man. So that is why I gotta go with the 76ers in seven games. I think that ultimately Joel Embiid will just be too much to to, to for DeAndre Jordan to handle, man. It, it, he will just I agree average 15 free throws a game. I agree with you. No, 100 percent I agree with you. So another tough series. I got six and bucks in my Eastern Conference final, but I, I agree with you. I think whoever came out, whether it's the Nets beat the Bucks or the Bucks beat the Nets. They'll have beaten the brakes off of each other. They'll be gassed out, and the Sixers will be rested, and they'll just be waiting. Like, oh, yeah. you're here. Okay, <laughs> done. You know? Oh man, so, this is gonna so be crazy. I think the Bucks are gonna be out of gas. The net series is gonna take everything out of them, and the Sixers will get to the finals. I think it's gonna be a good series for sure. Don't get me wrong. I don't think the Bucks are just gonna lay down, but lots of firepower on I- on either side. But the Sixers, unlike the Nets, have good defense. That's gonna be tough for Giannis. That's another thing. Giannis yeah. might, because because I have the Bucks winning, it's because Giannis is going to be able to eat on that Nets defense. Not the same thing when it's against uh, the Sixers defense, you know? And like I said, the fatigue. So I'm taking Sixers and six on this one, actually. Six? Wow, okay. So I'm taking Sixers and six. I just think the fatigue is going to catch up to the Bucks. But there's one thing, though, I did want to add to your point. 
You know who's on the Sixers and who saw James Harden last season? Who? In the playoffs? Who? Danny Green. Oh. He saw James Harden in the playoffs last year, remember? On the Lakers and, Ro- and Harden on the Rockets. Not saying he's going to be the James Harden stopper, but if you're looking at the series, you could almost put, you know, if, if, I don't know if you want to put Tywell on Kyrie, but in, 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 in Sag Green. It's an Harden. option. It, it, it's you an, an option you have. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that that's going to be, that's going to be a, a situation that, that they're going to have to figure out. I mean, Tybo is 6'5", so Kyrie's going to get him with the quickness, you know, so maybe he would be better suited guarding, guarding James Harden. But I don't know. I mean, there's only so many defenders to go around, too, because you, you definitely got to put Simmons on Embiid. Sorry, on KD. Simmons on KD. Simmons on KD, absolutely. Because KD's quick and tall, just like Simmons, quick and tall, right? And Kitty's still gonna eat because he's Kevin. That's Durant, gonna be like, good. That's gonna be a good one. Oh, that's gonna be a good one. Of all time. That's crazy. That man could be like, tell me how you want me to score. I'll score. You want me to drive? I'll drive. You want me to dunk? I'll drive. You want me to shoot? I'll shoot. You want me to shoot? I'll shoot. Make a score from anywhere, anyhow, anytime. Definitely. Top three scorer of all time. Like a crazy to score. Sheesh, dude. Um, but so you definitely gotta put Ben Simmons on him, and then. You could put Tybal, you could put Harden, or you could put Green on Harden. Harden's still gonna eat because he's James Harden. Um, and then, but who's gonna get Kyrie? You know, that's the problem because that that that's to be the difficulty. I, I agree with you though. I still am taking the Sixers over the Nets or the Bucks because, like I said, the Sixers are just really well equipped. Their path is easy, and the other teams have just been banging the whole time. You know what I mean? So definitely. So. You got Sixers in the finals, so we got we got a Lakers Sixers finals. So, so that, so that brings that. us that brings us to the Lakers and Sixers finals. Wow, that's crazy. And you know what, Jenner? Like honestly, here on my notes, I have nothing written for that because it, it, it it's like that. That's gonna be a crazy game. And while I I agree that you know AD will do his thing, this is the matchup that as a Lakers fan. Definitely, like, worry worries me. Definitely worries me because of their defensive ability. That's the problem. Like, our team is so versatile, but a, against a, a, such a defensive-able team like that, and, like, Anthony Davis is going to do his thing, but so is Joel Embiid, yeah. and that's the problem. Anthony, you know, do you jo- take Andre Drummond at that point? You just try to hope he could just body him because – I don't know. I got, I've seen Andre Drummond get burned by, like, that's much problem. more center. That's the problem. Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid is going to torch Drummond with the up fakes. Joel Embiid can, can bring the ball down court. Andre Drummond can just simply not guard that. He simply yeah. just cannot guard that. And, and, and I, I don't know if we can constantly be switching, ha- having, having Anthony Davis constantly be switching and coming to help Andre Drummond. I think that's going to cause major, major issues. And I think that Simmons – is, is on LeBron, honestly. Like it says, it sounds crazy to oh, say. Absolutely, no, right? no, no. It doesn't sound crazy at all. That's because no. what six three. No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying, it sounds crazy to say that because I'm saying Simmons is going to do a good job on LeBron. That's oh, what I, that, yeah, that, yeah. I that's LeBron's what I'm referencing. Simmons on defense too, though. I, I agree, but LeBron is, is is not what he used to be, and Simmons is that young guy. He still got yeah. that young. You know, LeBron is much, much, much older. He's not what he used to be, and I think that Simmons being that young kid, he's really still a kid. He's gonna be all over LeBron. I mean, of course, not really like all over him to the point where they lose because I still got the Lakers winning because <laughs> I still got the Lakers winning, and I got the Lakers in seven. But okay. I think that 
it'll be tough. I think that it'll definitely be the toughest. It's the toughest battle for the Lakers for the matchup wise and, and roster wise. And, and I think that this, if any series, the Lakers seriously, seriously have high chances of losing. This is the, you know, yeah. this is one of them. And I, that is because I agree with you. Joanna. I wrote this and I was like, it's difficult. That's one of the difficult. tough one. Um, let me ask some real quick as a Lakers fan, would you prefer seeing the nets in the final or the Sixers in the final nets? Not as actually significantly worse on defense, but very good offensive team. Who would you prefer seeing in the finals? I'd actually rather see the Nets because this is this this is the reason. If you look at the past ten to fifteen championship teams, almost all of them have been top ten offense and top ten to top fifteen defense. And because everyone knows. Offense is great. You need you you need buckets to you know yeah. to put to, to points on a board. But that defense is when the game gets tight. When it's yeah. down two minutes in the fourth quarter, it's that defense that kicks in. And if they can't stop us from putting the ball in the basket, the Nets just cannot do that. We go to AD down low. We go to Drummond down low. It, it, it's it, it's simple basketball. It, it's not even some crazy uh, uh, high tech and Phil, Phil Jackson triangle offense. No, it's simple basketball. It's simply I'm taller than you. I'm yeah. gonna bully you. And we've seen Andre. We've seen Andre Drummond bully Lamarcus Aldridge. So yeah. you know he, he he's not in the picture anymore. So who Nicholas Claxton? <laughs> Funny. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like th- that's gonna be a bucket, but that is not the case. You cannot get a bucket at with that with the Nets. It with the Nets, I t- trust at any point at any time you give the bucket, you give the ball to Honor Drummond or Anthony Davis, you have at least 75 percent chance of scoring yeah. down low. You cannot say that with the against the 76ers. I you agree. give the ball to Honor Drummond, you give the ball to Anthony Davis, you have a the same percentage that you have a regular jumper because now you got. Yeah. A, either Dwight Howard, which is a great defender, or you got Joel Embiid. And another point I want to bring up is, you know, people talk about how good the Lakers bench is. Let's talk about how good the Sixers bench is. Yeah, that's a problem. And they'll have played one hard series. Yeah, have yeah. That, that's that's he'll be rested. So that that that's that's another thing. So I, I I have I have obviously Lakers Sixers as well. Marky matchup, but you think about the Lakers. They'll have gone through the way I did my bracket, the one seated Jazz, the two seated Suns, and the three seated Nuggets. They'll have one, gone through two, the one, two, on, and three to get to the finals. No doubt they're going to be tired, right? They came off the shortest offseason ever, barely got any continuity. Like, they're going to be tired. Yeah. And the Sixers will have had a cakewalk to the finals, right? They'll have run into the Bucks, which I'll give them credit. That's That's tough. As a matter of fact, when you look at Bucks compared to Jazz, Suns, or Nuggets. Bucks is the best, the better out of those four teams. So the Sixers definitely faced the toughest team, but they faced one difficult team and two relatively easy teams compared to you know matchups, right? The Wizards and the and the Knicks. The Lakers will have faced one, two, and three seed. Okay, so it's going to be close. It's going to be close. I think it's for sure at least a six-game series, no matter what way you go. But ultimately. I think it's going to be extremely difficult for a player as good as LeBron James to get this close to a title and let it slip. Yeah. Like he's building legacy. He's, I mean, he's already, you know, a lot of people think he's the GOAT. If he's not the GOAT, if you hate LeBron James, if you absolutely hate LeBron James, he's top three. He's at least top three. 
He's yeah. at least top three. Okay. So, 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 so his legacy is dead. He's just now adding to that. Right. So he wants to add as much as possible. Obviously he wants to catch Kareem. He wants to get the six rings. You know, I think that's tough, but this is imperative right here to get the six rings. So I don't think he's going to get this close and let it slip, you know? And, and I think that Lakers have more depth than the, than the, than the Sixers. But like you said, the Sixers have incredible depth as well. So it's very, very difficult, tough series. Ultimately, though, with all the factors looking at it, I'm going to agree with you, my brother, Lakers in seven. Man, you know, ultimately, it comes down to two players, man. It comes down to LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And it, it really sounds like a broken track record. I mean, it sounds like I'll just keep saying it over and over, but it's the fact that they're so versatile is because right. both LeBron and Anthony Davis on defense and offense can re- – play one through five and that that that, there's no other two there's no other play team in the nba that has two players that can do that and that gives and that gives you so many options to do so many different rotations to have and that ultimately is what gives us the notch and what gives the lakers you know i'm 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 already saying us but gives the lakers a notch and gives them you know that championship and i i ultimately think lebron is going to get that back to back and it's 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 looking it's good, it. man. It's looking good, man. I think that like that like that's it. And I, and and so let me ask you a quick something, real quick, Jenner. Yeah. Do you think? And this is just a, a Bron question. You think this is Bron's last ring? If he gets it, because no, because man, no, yeah, no. I think I think I think if he gets this one. The Nets are going to be nice next year. And continuity. Continuity, they're going to be nice. But here's what I'm thinking. When does Bronny come into the league? Is there like a... Bronny... What is he, in high school right now? Let's fact check this. Let's fact check this. I don't don't follow high school basketball. (laughs) Uh, Let's ask Drake. (laughs) Man, for real. Okay, well, Bronny's 16... He, okay, you can so, you can come into the league as soon as you're 18, yeah. Yeah, but but that's if you do one and done. So he's probably going to come into the league probably three years, okay? That 2022 free agent class is looking nice. That 2022 free agent class is looking nice, okay? A lot of players want to play with LeBron. A lot of them don't. A lot of them don't. I'm not going to say everyone's like, oh, I love playing with LeBron. Let me go play with LeBron. A lot of players don't. It's not for everybody. Same thing with Kobe, same thing with Jordan, right? But a lot of players love playing with LeBron because he does have a knack of making his teammates better. L.A. is a very, very desirable location. The Lakers are a very, very desirable franchise. I mean, I'm not even trying to be a homer. We can't lie. Mm. They're the most successful franchise in basketball. It's in Los Angeles. Like, it's tough to go against them. Mm -hmm. I think they'll be able to learn at least one big name in 2022. And maybe make that might be LeBron's last one. Like, I don't think LeBron's going to get the seven rings. I'd love for him to get the seven rings, but I don't think he will. Wow. I, think maybe right. he'll get, I think maybe he'll get the six. But it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Because I also think that whenever Bronny comes, the reason I asked that is because when Bronny comes into the league, I mean, I don't know. I, I also don't follow high school basketball. I don't know if he's going to be a first rounder. So if he's a first rounder and he goes to, I mean, it's, it's he's 16. There's so much he can still do. Yeah. So it's tough, but 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 if he's a first rounder and he goes to the Thunder, probably right because they have every pick. Um, 
I see LeBron probably going to the Thunder for a year, playing a year with Bronny, then retiring. And that's that's exactly what I think is going to happen as well. So, but if he's a second rounder, he's he's got the gravitas until the Lakers get that boy. And his second round is just like, hey, you know what I mean? He, he'll be left there on the table. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's I think it's going to be interesting to see for sure. Um, but I think you you it's tough you because you asked is this LeBron's last ring if he wins it. Tough to say. I'm going to say no. What do you think? I think I think this is Bron's last wing if if he okay. wins it, man. Because the league is just the league is just oh continuously. Goodness, gonna retire. Holy moly! It's crazy. It, it the 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 it, it's it's not even that it's not even that Bron's gonna retire after the ring. I think that no Bron's no no it's not just, that. It's, he's, yeah, he's thirty six, thirty seven. He's, he's like I think that after this ring, like he he's not gonna be able to get any more because. Le- LeBron, like the, the 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 type of player that he is, is that LeBron is like he's on the court and 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 constantly like okay, this is going to be tough to describe. But basically, LeBron, the type of player that LeBron is, is that LeBron needs to be on the court contributing. I don't think that LeBron is going to be one of those players who is just like sitting at the end of the bench not playing, not doing nothing. I think LeBron, when he's on the court, yeah, like he he wants to be contributing, right? I think right. that LeBron generally, he's a competitor. He's got like a competitor spirit and he wants to be contributing. And I mm-hmm. think that with LeBron contributing past this year with how young and how good this league is getting, I don't think that LeBron is going to, I don't know if he's going to really, and, and, and Le, everybody knows LeBron's my guy. I don't, I'm not trying to doubt him, but I don't know if he's going to be able to really, lead the team to a championship aspiration at the age of 36. And as he gets older, no, because man, I'm like one injury will do it. Like one injury will do. And, and, and we just saw, we saw like one injury will do it. And you just, and, and, and like people, like all people that are older, like always talk about like, man, like it, one, you get one injury and then that, because that injury, you get another injury then you get, and then it just becomes into this, this role thing. And I think that unfortunately, like it, the, these, his age, his age is 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 is, is what's going to get to him. But don't get me wrong, LeBron's still going to be great. He's still going to be making the playoffs. But I just don't think that that with how young and how young and great this league is getting, like you know, we have teams like the Brooklyn Nets coming up. We we we, we got the Nuggets who are gonna are are, are gonna are gonna come nice. back better. You know, we got we got so many teams that are coming up, man. And I think that it's just going to make it too tough for LeBron to be able to keep up with those, you know, with, the, with those young guys if he's contributing, but a caveat, if LeBron is not contributing, if LeBron is a, is a UD, I think he can get like three, four more rings. Like if, if he just wants to say like, let me, let, let's just go wherever to just, just to get rings, which, you know, I wouldn't even really be against. <laughs> so I agree with you. Here's the only thing I'm, I'm thinking. I don't know if LeBron would do this. But here's a way that he can get more rings. What if he takes a Tim Duncan role? Where he takes less money and takes less money. LeBron's not hurting for money. Yeah. He probably makes more money off the court than on the court, to be honest with you. Definitely. I mean, he's got advertisements up Definitely. the alley. He opened an entire school. Like, Definitely. Like he's got he's got clutch sports. Like he's got everything, man. Uh like not everything, but he, he's, he's he makes a lot of money. Tim Duncan was 38 when he won his last ring. Okay. He was 38 when he won his last ring. He he didn't even win finals MVP. That was Kawhi Leonard, right? Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan. Anthony Davis is much, much younger. Anthony Davis, I think, is 28. You look at that 2022 class. 
You look at LeBron, maybe, uh, uh, well, we have to see when his, I think his, his new contract's up in 2023. So we have to see how that would work. But, and I'm not even saying he would, because again, he could have done this already. It's not like he just opened clutch. It's not like he just started getting at commercials. Like he could have already taken a pay cut and he, he didn't. Remember when he came to the Lakers, max contract. When he resigned, which is awesome, still max. Like he had as much money as he could, right? So it's tough to see him doing that. But who knows? Maybe at that point, he's thinking, man, if you win with, 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 with LeBron, even if he doesn't win finals MVP, you got to think like he's a, he's a big contributor to the team, right? So, so you have him take a pay cut and you know, the, hopefully the Lakers <laughs> be able to sign somebody with that money that, you know, that's, that's freed up now. And then imagine you have a team like, for example, because the league is all about duos, right? So pair somebody else next to next to, to Anthony Davis, and then have LeBron as a third option. That'd tough to not win a ring. Will LeBron as a third option? That's tough not to win a third ring. That'd be crazy. Not to a third ring, another ring. Yeah. But who knows? There's just so many hypotheticals. We'd have to see. It depends on his his contract. It depends on Bronny. Are they going to do the one and done? So he, Bronny might come to the league early. Are, are they going to uh, uh, get rid of the one and done and just sk- skip high school, uh, skip college, go straight to high, not straight out of middle school? That was only Huey Freeman. Shout out to Bone Dogs, man. Not skip high school. I'm in, I'm in skip college. So are they going to do that? You know, we don't know that. So, so, so I genuinely think that it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to, it's going to be an interesting, it's going to be an interesting, interesting thing. If he takes a turn Duncan roll, I see him winning more, but as a primary option with his money, I want to say one more because I want to hold on to it, you know? Definitely. That's the same thing when Kobe retired, man. Oh my goodness. I remember that feeling saying Kobe, when he sent out that letter, the dear, oh my goodness, dude, when he retired, sheesh. I was like, no, this is my favorite player. I watched him growing up. Like. Since I was little, like my whole life watching basketball, I was watching Kobe. And then yeah, he we always watching Kobe. Then LeBron too. I mean, LeBron came into the league. I was a child. I was a child yeah. when LeBron came into the league. So I'm just like, dude, like now LeBron's gonna retire. Like, it's crazy, man. Man, like it's crazy. I mean, you got to think like this whole generation. Steph is like 33. It's KD 32. is 32. KD's yeah. in his 30s. James Harden is in his 30s. Like. Kawhi's yeah, no, they're de- 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 all, all these players, all these all these players, you know that 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 we grew up seeing, you know that they're, they're getting getting older and My it's boy, just new new generation, man. John Moran, Zion Williamson, and all that, man. But and John Moran, John Moran stamped it tonight, so yes, it's a good sir. closing note right there, John Moran. Yes, dude. sir. Yes, sir. But there you have it, everybody. That was our uh, playoff predictions. I know this was you know a long episode, so shout out you if you stayed to the entire episode, man, because that was great fire fire content, man. We talked about both Western Conference and Eastern Conference uh, playoffs, and and who we believe is going to get to the finals, and who's going to win, and how many games, man. So as always, you guys don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and if you're on Apple, if you're on Apple Music, make sure you know you subscribe so you get a notification whenever we drop uh, podcasts. If you're on YouTube, hit that bell so you get a notification whenever we drop a video, man. And you know, keep running it up with us, man. Keep running it up. Go follow, go follow our Instagram. Go follow our Twitter. You know, for the podcast listeners and uh, for Apple Podcasts and Spotify, it's at Clutch Talk One, both on Instagram and Twitter. 
you know, so get at us over there, man, and stay tuned for more. We got these playoffs coming up, man. It's just real exciting. We gonna see who who got more right, man. Me or Jenner? Yeah, exactly. And one more thing, I meant to say Riley Freeman, by the way, not Huey. I was like, <laughs> no, it's Riley. <laughs> Ruined the joke, man. No, it's all right. Yeah, you funny. Uh, all right, man. No, I appreciate you having me on. Lots of fun. Love the episode. It was long, but it was packed with a lot of content, a lot of fire content. So I loved it. Thank you so much. And I'm excited, man. I'm excited for these playoffs. Now we got the whole now we got the whole playoff picture. Let's get into it. Definitely. Let's get into it, man. We out of y'all. Clutch talk out. Peace.